shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. It is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. This is episode 78 of the Human Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Endigo with Yer Guzman Chibol Cabello. And yes, I got one question for y'all. Y'all ready for this? Come on, come on. Hey, hey. What is going on, Human Hope Familia? Welcome back to another episode of the Human Hope Podcast. And oh, goodness gracious. Did this one take a left turn or did it take a right turn? Um, well, I can tell you one thing. It took a turn. It's just how, kind of how we do it here. You know, today I was having a meeting uh, with uh, my friend Annie, Annie Up Downs. Uh, I'm on her podcast network. This is, uh, I don't know if you know this, but the Human Hope Podcast is on the That Sounds Fun Network. It says it right in the corner of the uh, of my little logo, right? So I was there and they've got this just awesome studio, like video studio, right? Like, a, like with sofas and like four mics and, you know, it just looks so good. And I just thought to myself like, I I would love to use this. Like since I'm on the network, I can use it, right? Like I I'm, I'm able to use that studio, but because I don't really record the podcast to like a day or two before, it's an impossibility for me to actually do that. <laughs> so I, anyway, while we were look, I was looking at the studio and I thought, you know what? That almost makes me want to get a week ahead. Almost, but if I would have been a week ahead, today wouldn't have happened. What do I mean by that? Well, as I've been, you know, asking the um, Insta Familia about 
what's been happening in Florida and um, just in their lives in general. Uh, I put up a question box yesterday and said, hey, how are things going with hurricane, with the hurricane that's coming through? And then today I actually put up like a little thing where they could send some voicemails and I actually have one of the voicemails here just so you guys can hear. And this kind of, I'm setting this all up because this explains my guest today. Um, but I had a couple of voicemails come in. Let me just play you one. This is from um, uh, Jocelyn St. Hilaire and uh, she's in Clearwater, Florida. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play this for you guys and let you hear how some of the Insta Familia is doing as they wait for the hurricane to make landfall, which by the time you listen to this, it will already have made landfall, but this is how they're doing. Hi, my name is Jocelyn and I live in Clearwater, Florida and it's about 5 p.m. here and the winds have significantly picked up. It's kind of raining sideways. Um, There's tree limbs everywhere, but thankfully we still have power here and we're all good just hunkering in at home. So yeah, so thanks. You know, I had a few other people share um, voicemails about what's happening. So we will just continue to remember our Human Hope family down in Florida and wherever this hurricane uh, passes by, please keep them in your prayers. Uh, but I did get one DM um, specifically that got me thinking. And it was, it was like, it was somebody that actually is going through a lot, right? So they, they're going through a sickness. Um, they live in Florida, uh, going through a divorce. And then now they're like, like in the worst part of the state for the hurricane. And she actually just said, why, why would God let this happen to me? And I mean, if that is not the question of the freaking millennium, right? Like millennium, millennia, I don't ever know how to say that. And I just, it just got me thinking. I was like, gosh, like that is what we want to know, right? Like, like this, again, this podcast, we talk about a lot of things, but one thing that I think all of us, whether you believe in my God or not are constantly asking ourselves is like good, evil, light, dark. Why, why do bad things happen? And so I just immediately thought of my friend Wes, who I think does such a good job explaining this. Um, Wes is on staff uh, at my church, the Blowing Co. And so I literally, literally texted Wes uh, an hour and a half ago and was like, Wes, what are you doing? Do you think you could come on for a 15 minute conversation about why God lets bad things happen to good people? <laughs> and Wes goes, sure. What time? And so Wes drove over here and um, sorry, that was just a injury report for the Atlanta Falcons, Cordell Patterson. Uh, oh no. Is he hurt? Oh, sorry. A squirrel. And um, Wes comes over and we sat down right here, right here in my in little human hope studio. Uh, and we squished together behind the desk just so you YouTube uh, people could see him as well. And um, I asked him the question and Wes delivered. Uh, uh, listen, there's a lot of great theologians out there. There's a lot of great Bible teachers. There's a lot of great, um, just, there's just, there, there just are there's a lot of great books, a lot of great videos, a lot of great. I, I may find it harder to find a more eloquently put 25 minutes of conversation around why do bad things happen to good people and why would God let it happen? I, I would, I would put this 25 minute spill up against all of that. Any, any of the stuff you could find or read anywhere. This was so good. So listen, if you're on the struggle bus, like I am many times, um, 
and you may be wondering and doubting. And I mean, you may not even believe in God. Like, like I believe in God. It's totally fine. I think you'll still enjoy the conversation. Um, this conversation, I think, is such a grounding and centering conversation. And Wes, come, Wes approaches it with such uh, uh, humility and uh, but knowledge of the scripture. And so we're just going to sit back for a few minutes. Why, why, why don't we do that? Why don't we hang out with my friend Wes Pickering for a few minutes? I think it's really, really, really going to, gosh, just cement some of you guys that may feel a little wavy, right, in this season, a little shaky. I think that it is going to... Um, I think it's going to help. So that's what we're doing. Wes Pickering is answering the question, why does God let bad stuff happen? And I think this is going to be a game changer. So sit back wherever you're sitting or standing, doing whatever you're going to do and enjoy this conversation with my great friend, Wes Pickering. So Human Hope family, I'm sitting next to Wes. <laughs> hey, buddy. What you don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Is that Carlos texted me like 25 minutes ago. Absolutely. And he's like, hey, can I interview you for my podcast? And I'm like, sure. What day do you want to do it? And he's like, oh, like right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Wes is like, so yeah, man, I'd love to. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but uh, what about right now? And you know, it's funny because it was the most, I don't, I don't know if you like, I'm not a big Enneagram person. The podcast listeners know this, but when people tell me I'm a nine, that's what they tell me. And uh, the only, the only time anybody brings up the Enneagram to me is when they're mad at me (laughs) and they're like, Oh, you are such (laughs) right, 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 right. And so anyway, all that to say there was, there was like this meme going around where apparently nines, it said that um, the way that we, handle asking somebody for something right. is, is you started off with like, okay, listen, zero pressure. Like no, pro- I know you're probably busy. Like you give all the, all the reasons why they would say no. And then you ask, and then you're like, but, but honestly, like if you can't, you know, that's just kind of how I texted was. Zero pressure is like one of those phrases, like <laughs> no disrespect. And you know, like, you know, you're about to get pressure. As, oh, yeah. as soon as someone says no pressure, you know, that's what's about to come. <laughs> just like, it, I don't mean any disrespect. And you're like, oh, oh you're right, about to yeah. be really disrespectful. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so that, that is what happened. But here's the thing. I was actually just reading through some of the, you know, I actually had a lot of people. I put a question box on my Instagram last night. And I just was asking, hey, Florida friends, um, you know, I'm thinking about you. How are things going? And, you know, I would get half of those responses were like, okay, this is what we're doing. But the other half were like, I'm just so tired. Like, like this is just another thing that, that has happened. And obviously, you know, not obviously, I mean, I can't say that, but people... I don't hide my faith in Jesus Christ. Like I don't hide my, who I am as a man of God, what I believe. Um, You know, the second you say you're a Christian, you know, I I need people. Some people love you and other people think you're a crazy person. Exactly. And I, I would not fault the people that think I'm a crazy person because it's the craziest (laughs) thing you could ever believe. Right. And so um, all of that to say, a lot of people were just, you know, asking about like, why would God allow this to happen again? And then I started, um, I actually have, and I'll read it on the podcast after the interview, but I have, I had a message from another lady who just has been through it. And Wes, I, I texted you right away because A, I just trust you. I love you. Um, we've experienced life together. You are um, honestly like a, just a trusted, valuable member that my family looks to when it comes to questions of God yeah. in general. And knowing that not everybody that listens to the podcast, you know, is a, is a believer in what I believe. Not everybody that listens to the podcast is a Christian. 
but I do like to present what I believe so that it may help somebody. Right. And right. so I brought you here, I think for the big question. And the big question is, is that, you know, a lot of people may struggle with is why did God let this happen? Mm-hmm. I prayed, I did all the things you told me to do. And well, and I, su- I assume this is not, I won the lottery. No. Right. No, why, yeah. why did God let this happen? No, you're, you're talking exactly. about bad stuff. Yes. Bad stuff. Right. Ba- exactly. Right. Nobody's asking, <laughs> nobody's asking the other question. Nobody's like, why did God let me get a promotion? Nobody's asking that. Everyone's asking mm-hmm. the other thing. Yeah. So I'm just going to just kind of pass the mic. You have your own mic in front of you and yep. uh, just, just kind of lean into that for a second. Totally. So you have um, in there, it's, it's, it's one of the questions, right? Yeah. It's a question that you actually see people in the Bible wrestling through. Oh, really? Yeah. In the Psalms, there's a whole lot of like, God, why, God, win. Yeah. Right? And you see people like Job in the Bible wrestling with that question. Yes. Job, who's a man of integrity, gets plagued with all of this stuff. And he is really struggling wow. with that question. And at one point towards the end of his narrative yeah. in, in that book, he asks the most insightful question that I think answers that whole book, the riddle of that book. Okay. Is, if this is not God, who is it? Yeah. Right? Right. And so, so the question that you're asking has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay. Right? And I want to start with the end and let's work our way backwards. Oh, okay. 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 So the end of that question is that we have to look at the nature of God, or we actually have to like separate the question into two parts. Okay. Number one is why, why does bad stuff exist? Right. That's one part of the question. That's one part of the question. Absolutely. And the other part of the question is what, what is God like? Yes. What's his character? Mm. And that's people are asking those two things when they ask that question. Right. So the second part of that, what is God's character? We can look at, the end of this question mm. and and because that's the target we're moving towards god yeah right so the apostle john is one of jesus's 12 disciples he wrote five books okay. in the new testament okay and one of those books is a letter he's an eyewitness of jesus he's one of jesus's three closest friends yep and in first john his first letter to the church the the broad church of which we're a part now right um he says in the introduction in chapter one we saw him, we were with him, we were eyewitnesses. He was with God from the beginning. Yeah. And he spent time with us and he passed this message along to us and we pass it along to you. And this is the message that he gave to us and now we're giving to you. So he's about to summarize the entirety of everything that Jesus said and did. So it's like, when I I read stuff like that in the Bible, I like sit up and pay attention. And it's like, okay, this is, this is the fundamentals right here. So this is what John says. This is the message. God is pure light and there is absolutely no darkness in him. That's, that is what the apostle John said about the Jesus that he knows. This is the message, not just that it's about Jesus, that Jesus revealed this about God. Oh, okay. Because all over the gospel of John, yeah. Jesus is saying, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Yeah. My character is act exactly like okay. father God's. Um, and one of the things about that that gets confusing is that God is one, uh-huh. but God's so vast and infinite. It, sure. It takes this mysterious thing that we call the Trinity. Yeah. We, we can't experience God all at once. Right, right, right. We'd probably explode. Right. <laughs> right? So, so Jesus comes as a man uh-huh. 
who is still God in his character. Yep. Yep. But he doesn't, he's not like Thor. He's not like a superhero with magic powers. Right. 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 He is, um, he's God incarnate come in the flesh. He's taken on the weakness of humanity Yep. and he's, he's, he's revealing the character of God through the narrative story of humanity yes. while he's on the earth. Yes. And this is the thing that he revealed about God yeah. that wasn't fully available or fully visible yet about God. Yep. And that is that God is perfectly good uh-huh. and there is absolutely nothing bad about him. And John says, this is the, yep. this is the whole message that Jesus came to reveal about God. That's, that's it. John's like, this is it. He's, he's perfectly good. So uh, the way I understand that is the fundamental principle of true theology uh-huh. is that God is good. Okay. So, so l- let's, let's, so that's the end. Let, let's get, let's lay that out again. So for the listeners, um, we, we're, we're going from the gospel of John, what John is saying about the fundamental totality yeah. of who God is. Mm-hmm. All he's going to let us know at this moment is, listen, if there's one thing you need to know, it's he is good. So now the middle of that question is where you and I are right now. Oh, it's yeah. like, if God is good, why is it so bad? Yes. Right. And so now let's, let's zoom back to the beginning because okay. sometimes when you're in the middle of things, it's hard to find clarity. You right, can't see right. the forest for the trees, but at the beginning, so some, sometimes people ask me, if God's so good, why didn't he just make a perfect world with no mistakes in it? Sure. And my answer to that question is that he did. Wow. If you go back and read the story, Genesis chapter one, the yep. very beginning yep. of everything, God creates all these different things on different days. Yeah. And at the end of every day, he looks at everything and he says, it's good. Okay. And then he creates man, male and female. Uh-huh. And he says, it's very good. Oh, so we got the very. We got the very good. We, we have a soft, God has a soft spot in his heart for humanity. Yeah. And he thinks it's very, very good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's where we started. Okay. We started and we ended with pure goodness and no mistakes. Wow. Now in that, where did evil come in? God is not the source of evil or he wouldn't be perfectly good with no darkness exactly. in him. Yeah. But what God created is choice. Wow. So if God is goodness and he's light and he's life and he's perfection and he's health and all the things that we enjoy yep. in life, then everything that's not him is the things that we experience in life uh-huh. that are destructive, painful. And terrible, painful, all of those things. <clears throat> and why does that even have a place on our radar right. at all? It's because God values relationship and he knows that in order for love to be real, you have to have a choice. Absolutely. I mean, I'd hate to marry somebody that was forced to love me. Right. So the question I ask people all the time <laughs> is, if you were going to go away yeah. on, at, for the next five years, yeah. you have been selected to be the caretaker of a five-star resort on an island. Okay. And you're going to be there by yourself, yep. but you're going to have the best food. Oh, yeah. You're going to sleep in the best bed. Let's go. Like California King. Let's go. Bed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Super silky sheets. Yes. Let's go. You know, sleep number, the whole nine yards. <laughs> sleep number. And, and you're just going to live in the lap of luxury yeah. for the next five years. And then they ask you, would you rather take as your companion on this trip uh-huh. a robot butler who will wait on you hand and foot uh-huh. take care of your every need or a dog? Oh. I, I mean, I think a dog. Yeah. Do, right. you know, do you know why everybody answers it that way? 
Now, listen, I know I got some cat people up in here, um, but don't get offended, but I'd take the dog. Uh, but before we get there, now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I don't know about you, but I need help. H-E-L-P. Not only from my friends, but maybe from a friend with benefits. No, I mean, not, not really a friend with benefits, but when I say that, a friend that I pay, my therapist, my counselor, I... Just a few weeks ago, spoke at the Porter's Call event here in Nashville, Tennessee. That is where I spent the majority of my counseling time here. And I just want to let you know, counseling changed my life. Changed my life. When I couldn't figure out how to find my own solutions, there was no better feeling than walking into Al's office and him helping me. A therapist can help me become a better problem solver as well. He helped me and a therapist can help you become a better problem solver as well, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small. I needed therapy when things were bad. And guess what? I also need therapy when things are good. So listen, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapist anytime. Okay, listen, when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash human hope today and get 10% off your first month. That is dot com slash human hope. Now back to the show. Well, I mean, I can tell you why I, I would answer sure, it that way. Yeah, go for it. I would answer, I would say dog because because my dog like chooses to run up to me and lick me and love me. And like my dog chooses me, the, the robot. Yes. Yeah. 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 The dog is real. The dog is real. You there can have is. a real relationship. Now the dog might bite you. The right. dog might poop on the floor. The, <laughs> the dog might eat your five-star food. The dog might run away. All of this, all of this is possible. Yeah. But you choose the dog because within that realm of possibility of maybe there's bad things that could happen yeah. from this. Yeah. There's also the possi- the real possibility of love and oh, affection yeah. and companionship and all of that. And God is love. Yes. So he creates human beings and he gives them a choice. Do you want to be a part of my world and, uh-huh. and know me, no goodness? Or if you don't want to be a part of this and it yeah. establishes the fact that the relationship can be real. Right. And the relationship's not a weird slavery with the illusion of free will. He yeah. actually gave us a choice. Yeah. In his sovereignty, God chose to, he could have done it any way he wanted to. Right. He could have created us to be robots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, he could have. But in his sovereignty, he actually chose to give people a free will. And sometimes even Christians, like those two ideas scramble their brain. Oh, totally. How is that happening at the same time? Yeah. But God being sovereign means that like he could do it anyway, anyhow, he could that he wants to. Yes. And in his sovereignty, he chose to give man a choice yes. so that he can have a real love relationship with us. Yes. And mankind broke the world. Wow. We decided we don't want to be under his rulership. Okay. And since he is goodness, he's pure light and there's absolutely no darkness in him. Yep. When we choose to come outside of that covering and choose our own way, I'm going to eat this fruit from this tree. Yeah. yeah. I want to eat the knowledge of good and evil. Uh-huh. So, they wanted to partake of a knowledge of what else is there other than God. Yeah, yeah. Because if God's pure light, he's pure goodness yeah. and there's no evil in him. Right. Then to have the knowledge of good and evil is I want to know what else is out there. Yes. That's yeah. separate from God's character. And we 
we ate the fruit of that tree yep. and we brought evil into this. We broke the world. Huh. Now, the good news is that we're heading to final redemption. Okay. Where God wraps the whole story <clears throat> up. And at the end, we're going to look at it and it's going to be perfect. And no one will argue right. that God's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's right. a genius. And we're going to see him. We're going to look into his eyes and we're going to see nothing but love. Yeah. And we're going to see what John saw when he looked at Jesus. And we're going to say that is pure light and there's no darkness in him. Yeah. Yeah. And so right now we're in the middle of the story where there's still this brokenness in mm-hmm. the world. Like your friend, is it Tony, the piano yep. player? Yeah. Yep. Like you look at that story and there's so much beauty and goodness yeah. in that story. Absolutely. Like he's such a beautiful, he was such a beautiful yeah. person. Yeah. I never met him, but I remember him from the airport because I, I flew through Atlanta all the time. Yep. And yep. I would see him in there playing. And I'm so, it was so cool when yeah. all of that happened because <laughs> right. you got to see like the beauty yeah. of this man and his journey and everything. And even what happened after he met you and all the goodness in that. And at the same time, you've got cancer in the mix and Uh cancer, cancer is pure evil. Yeah. Yeah. It It, is pure. People need to know that. Right. Cancer is pure evil. Yep. And I don't have any problem whatsoever, just opposing it with all my might. Yeah. You know, and I don't care if we oppose it through chemotherapy or through prayer, it doesn't matter as long as cancer loses at the end of the day. That's, (laughs) that's my position. And, and so we're, we're in the middle of this story and we're experiencing both sides of the mm. equation at the same time, but they're not equal. Right. Like, I think a lot of the, the difference between Christianity and other religions of the world is that a lot of other religions in the world present good and evil as being two equal forces uh-huh. at war with each other. And Christianity has this hope in it yeah. that they're not equal at all. Yeah. Like, darkness is so inferior to light. Mm. Like, as soon as you turn a light bulb on the darkness doesn't, there's no struggle. Right. It's right, just light instantly. Right, Sorry, right. I just spit on you. No, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> it's just light instantly. There's That's no, good. there's no war there. Right. And at the end of time, the light is going to shine mm. and darkness will get eradicated yeah. from the earth. So why are we still here? Here we are in the middle, still here. Why after Jesus died on the cross and paid right. for our sin and all of that, why why is it still so bad right yeah. now? You got to you got to ask one of Jesus's other close friends, okay. Peter. Okay. Peter answers this question and cuz people were Love asking Peter. him. Yeah. Like Peter, if if all of this is true, then why is it still so bad? Right. Why does God delay wrapping this whole thing up? Absolutely. Just, Wrap it up, God. Right? And Peter said, he's not delaying like we think of delay. The only delay is his mercy because he wants as many people as possible to come to know his goodness before Mm. he wraps it up. He actually wants more and more of us to be invited into this. And so even today, there are people that are discovering maybe for the first time that that God's good. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody may be listening to this going like, oh, wait a second. So you're telling me God is all good. Like he's not, he's not, God's not like, oh, you know what? It's time for a hurricane. No. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. Actually, the Jesus rebuked the storms yeah. that he encountered is this true? and he still stilled them. Be yes. still. And then the, the storm was silent after that. And he revealed that like, that's not God's plan right. for the earth. Yeah. It's he can't rebuke something if it's God's will. Oh, that's a good word. Mm. You know, otherwise he's at odds with father God. Yeah. And then, then everything falls apart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Jesus reveals the goodness of God, even in like nature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jesus rebukes the storm and says, be still. So, yeah. so 
okay, so I'm, I'm a listener and I'm like, okay, okay. So we go to the end of the story. God is good. He is light. He is all of these incredible things. We go to the beginning of the story and God's still good. God is good. He creates perfection. He creates all these things. Man comes in and because, again, I'm just trying to yep. try, wrap up what, what you're saying, not wrap up, but ex- say it out loud. Because because he, he, he wants relationship with us because he doesn't want a robot. Right. He wants some, someone that, that's going to choose him. He creates us with the ability to choose him and to make mistakes and to actually screw up and to do these things. And so because of that, we're, we're in the middle now and this middle section of, of God's universe is where all of these questions that, that right. people are asking are coming in right. about the pain and they ask God to make it go away and God did it. Right. Did God not? But, like, but see, here's the thing. Yeah. God created us to exist in time and space. Uh-huh. And if he had wrapped it up right then and there, you wouldn't be here. Mm. It's true. Like if the moment after Jesus was raised from the dead, God was like, okay, now we're done. Yeah. It's all done which in, in the truest sense, it's done. Jesus said it is finished yeah. on the cross. So that means that the price has been paid for the world to be redeemed back to God's goodness. Oh, that's good. But the reason Peter explains that it didn't happen right then and there that second is God's mercy. He's not delaying as a man would delay. He's delaying because of mercy, because he wants you and me here in 2022 yeah. to get to know him. Yeah. And if he had wrapped it up right then and there, then we wouldn't have that opportunity. Yeah. God in his, this is where there, there is still mystery. We don't know sure. what's the chosen time and place that yeah. God has where he finally says it's, it's over forever. Yeah. And we're going to separate all the dark and throw it forever away. Yeah. And all the light. And we get to be with him in perfection forever. But something that gives me a lot of hope is no matter how much time I have here. Yep. Like I might, let's, let's say Carlos Whitaker lives to be 140 years old. Please he's the, he's, don't the, let that he's the oldest man. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't let that happen. But there's, okay, go ahead. There's no, there's nothing but gray. <laughs> no, and we're almost here. there. Right. We're almost there. Right. So you're 140 years okay, old. You've, 140 you've, years you've old. lived to be the oldest man on record. If you're on YouTube, you're gonna you're gonna see this is the 140 year old Carlos. Right. 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 No matter how long you live, uh-huh. when you compare that mathematically <clears throat> to eternity, yeah, it's zero. It is. Any number next to infinity is zero. Yeah. And so we're so in the middle of this life yeah. right now yeah. that our finite brains don't know how to comprehend that we're going to spend eternity yes. in perfection. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to understand that. And it's this momentary moment of pain yeah. is a blip. It's a vapor. I, I um, what you're saying right now um. There's a, there's a book, Brendan Manning is a, oh, I a love Brendan he's Manning. an author and he's got a, he's got, I initially found him because he had a book called the Ragamuffin Gospel, but then I found this book and it's called Ruthless Trust. And he's got a whole chapter in here about um, just the bigness and the grandness and how incomprehensible eternity is right. and the universe and how, honestly, that's what got him to start believing in God because he's like, wait a second, he'd go outside and look at the stars and think, yeah. Is there an end to this? Like, does it end somewhere? Does it not? And so when you were just talking about that, you know, like, I think it is, you know, important for people that are listening to this, you know, to maybe if you're on the journey of like, 
yeah, maybe like I, I, I'm just getting into that space of maybe there is a God, like, right. like maybe there, maybe there is a God, right. you know, what would you say to them? You know, to the, those that, that are just, you know, like, I mean, God, if this feels right. This feels good. Right. You know, but uh, I don't know, you know, like, like I, I know for me, Wes, like I, when I am outside, when I am in his um, infinite nature in the mountains or whatever, that is where I feel him. If, the if there's not a God, how would you even know to ask the question? Why is it bad? Mm. Like there's something that God put inside of us that longs for perfection. We long for it. Yeah. And so as a Christian, I believe that that longing comes from him and he's drawing me into his goodness. Yes. And so as a Christian, how I respond to evil at this point is to ask like, God, what's my heart posture in Mm. the middle of all of this? There it is. You know, I trust that you're perfectly good. I know that the bad things in life are, it's the result of our mistakes. We blew it. Yep. yep. You know, um, so important. And, and innocent people get victimized because of other people's sin. Absolutely. Because if, if all of that stops, then there's no choice and there's no love and there's no relationship. Right. But so I'm in the middle of all of this and how do you, how should I respond as someone who believes in the goodness of God? So I look at that eternity, the fact that I'm going to have eons upon eons upon eons. Yeah to experience God and love God in the middle of perfection. Oh, yeah. And right now for this blip of time, this, so this nothingness, I have a rare opportunity yes. to give God a gift that I will never get to give him to, again. Which is? I get to love him in the middle of pain. Oh. I get to worship him in the middle of sadness and sorrow. Yeah, I get to honor him in the middle of confusion. Yeah. I get to trust him when I don't know what the answers are right right now. And that will never happen in eternity ever. It's only right here in this tiny little blip. And so the redemption in the here and now for all of that pain and it is an opportunity to say, God, I trust that you're good. And so in that trust, I'm going to give you a gift that I'll never get the opportunity. I'm, I actually know like in my spirit, man, I know I'm, I'm going to live, forever in perfection. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. And so I don't want to waste this moment. Oh, the opportunity to give God something that I'll never have the chance to, to do again. And the opportunity is every day, every the day opportunity that we have every day. Wes. The, yes. This is why I texted you. <laughs> this is it. I mean, this is so good. I don't, I don't get a chance to be generous to a poor person in heaven. Yeah. Because nobody's poor. You'll never be able to. I don't get a chance to pray for the sick in heaven because mm. there's not going to be any sickness. I only get all of that right now. So let's do and, it. And that's the assignment that yeah. Jesus gave his disciples. And it's so that people in the middle of brokenness would encounter the goodness of God. Yeah. And the goodness of God, the knowledge of his goodness would spread throughout the world. And everybody would have that opportunity that Peter wanted that Peter saw God wants people to have this opportunity yeah. to encounter goodness. It starts with us responding to the evil in the world by saying, I know there's a good God and yeah. I'm going to introduce him to people. How good was that? Just, Oh my gosh, come on somebody. Just so encouraging. You know, sometimes we just got to get reminded Reminded, and so yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, rehash anything Wes says. If you guys if you guys want to follow Wes, Wes actually does. Um, he, I'm gonna find him on Instagram really fast. Wes does like I don't know every week or every other week he does some Q and A's. 
um, on just on faith. And um, yeah, he's actually the online pastor at our church at the Belonging Co. Um, and he, he's just got a lot of great Q and A's um, on some, you know, heavier things, some things that you may not agree with. Uh, I don't agree with everything that, you know, I hear from a pulpit all the time. That's why like, I've got to go and like research it myself, but Wes is just so gifted in the way he presents things and the way he thinks through things. And I just trust him. Um, I trust him. And so his uh, Instagram is at Wes Pickering. That's C-A, oh, excuse me, C-K Pickering. Okay. W-E-S-P-I-C-K-E-R-I-N-G. Uh, that's where you can find Wes. And just go on there and thank Wes for um, being on the Human Hope Podcast and giving us a little bit of human hope, uh, giving us a little bit of hope that, you know what, uh, we're in the middle of the story. Uh, we're not at the beginning. We're not at the end, but we know what's going to happen at the end. And so while we're here on this one tiny dot of sand in eternity, why not use the mess in the middle to actually help people have hope. You guys have an opportunity with your own pain and circumstances to show other people what hope looks like. And I do as well. Friends, thanks for listening to another episode of the Human Hope Podcast. Oh, hold on. Hang on. Let's cue a little Dr. Delight. Oh, here we go. Yes. And um, I'll see you next week on another episode. That was good, right? I'm also kind of trying to keep these to like 45 minutes. We'll see. Also, if you want to watch it on YouTube, humanhopevideo.com. See you next week. Here we go. Hey.